You're listening to the Things I Think About podcast. I'm your host, Jim Stroud. (laughs) Wait, what? I just saw um, a very shocking video. It seems that Coca-Cola is training their employees to be less white. Yeah, yeah, you heard that correctly. Critical race theory rears its ugly racist head again inside of corporate America. I'll share some details right after this. Critical race theory supports the logic that all whites are born racist and oppressors by nature. They are to be viewed as a collective threat to non-white people and beyond redemption. This sentiment is already infecting the American workplace via racial sensitivity and diversity trainings. Despite the obvious controversy, such trainings are being accepted as just and fair and at an alarming pace across corporate America. Racism Reimagined How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace is an ebook that I wrote. In it, I do three things. One, I explain the basics of critical race theory. Two, I demonstrate how critical race theory is negatively affecting the American workplace. And three, I hope, I hope, I inspire a resistance to critical race theory being taught in the workplace. In light of the increased sensitivity to recent events like the George Floyd protests, the emergence of cancel culture, and the pressures on corporations to adhere to political correctness, the information in my ebook, Racism Reimagined How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace, is a counterbalance that should be carefully considered prior to new investments in diversity training. Racism Reimagined, How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace is a free resource that can be downloaded and, by all means, shared with those in your network. A download link is available in the podcast description. Dr. Carlin Boroshenko, Um, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Apologies uh, to her if I'm not. Uh, She is an organizational psychologist and an executive performance coach. She recently posted a YouTube video uh, that shows some (laughs) rather surprising information about how Coca-Cola is training their employees. Here's a clip from her YouTube video. All right, lots to talk about and catch up on today, but we're going to start today with some breaking news. This literally just made its way into my inbox this morning. It is from an internal whistleblower at the Coca-Cola company that came in and sat down at their desk and found an email requiring this new training. And spoiler, the training literally says, try to be less white. And they are asking their employees to complete a training called Confronting Racism with Robin D'Angelo. Understand what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. Now, you can actually go onto LinkedIn Learning and view this training for yourself. It is publicly available. You can sign up. You can take this training. But what makes this different is, again, the Coca-Cola company is asking their employees to complete this training. So when it comes to how anti-racism address people who have skin color that looks like mine, pasty white, what they say is that you will be racist your entire life. It is a lifelong process of deconstructing your own whiteness. And now they're trying to bring it into organizations. 
Like, when people get sucked into this stuff, I genuinely believe they're doing it because they want the world to be fair. They want to treat people well. They want to do the right thing. But teaching people that they are racist when they are not racist, when their behaviors do not show that they are racist in any way, is not the way to address racism in our society. So let me read this slide in a different way. What this slide says is that people who are white are oppressive, are arrogant, are certain, are defensive, are ignorant, are not humble, don't listen, don't believe, don't have apathy, and act with white solidarity. That's what this slide is really saying. How many other companies are taking the same training? Is it right? I think some civil rights and civil liberty lawyers are about to get obscenely paid from the Coca-Cola company and other enterprises that utilize this type of anti-racist training. I'm already starting to see the legal floodgates open, uh, at least as it pertains to people suing the school system over uh, this critical race theory type of training, which is, which is what it is. Uh, here, are, um, here are just a few examples. This first quote is from The New American. Here's the headline. Nevada high school sued over critical race theory indoctrination. In a move with national implications, a Nevada family is striking back against the leftist machine pushing the critical race theory on our youth. William Clark, a mixed race student, and his black mother, Gabrielle, along with the Illinois-based group Schoolhouse Rights, filed a civil rights lawsuit in federal court against the publicly funded charter school, Democracy Preparatory Academy at Agassiz Campus, DPAC, along with one of Williams' teachers, Catherine Bass. The Clarks brought the suit after they worked for several months to have William excused from the required class, Sociology of Change, which the plaintiffs claim violated his constitutional rights. Further on in the article it reads, the lawsuit further points out, with green eyes and blondish hair, plaintiff William Clark is generally regarded as white by his peers and despite having a black mother, is so light-skinned that he is usually presumed white by all others. He is the only apparent white boy in his class, in fact, and is regularly reminded of it. The tendentious terms in which Deepak's mandatory sociology of change class was presented to plaintiff William Clark and his classmates made rational classroom discussion virtually impossible, thus ensuring a hostile educational environment. In an interview with Fox News this week, Gabrielle claims the curriculum put a target on her son's back and put him in danger. Fox News also quoted her as saying, I was really worried about his physical safety. This next quote is from the College Fix headline, Catholic school forced white student to accept critical race theory with false imprisonment lawsuit. Here is the quote. The day before a Nevada mother sued her son's charter school for forcing him to take a class that promotes hostility against whites as a race, a Missouri family sued a Catholic girls school for its heavy-handed implementation of critical race theory, at least 
administratively. Villa Duchesne subjected the unnamed white plaintiff to 90 minutes of false imprisonment in the principal's office in order to coerce, intimidate, and threaten the senior, who was now 18, into adopting a specific political doctrine, according to the lawsuit. The school also encouraged and facilitated race-based aggression against the student, identified only as Dr. Doe. That was promulgated by African-American fellow students, the lawsuit says. It has refused to investigate Doe's detailed claims about their behavior, which allegedly violated school policy. more more quote from Judicial Watch. This is the headline. Judicial Watch sues on behalf of high school coach fired for objecting to Black Lives Matter slash critical race theory curriculum for daughter's seventh grade history class. Here's the quote. Concerned about the abrupt change in curriculum, Flynn and his wife contacted the history teacher and principal of the school, then later Superintendent Michael J. Welch and three members of the Dedham School Committee. On more than one occasion, the Flynns asked for assistance in resolving the issues with the curriculum. Ultimately, in October 2020, the Flynns removed their children from school. The Flynns' list of concerns included several points listed here. I'll mention some of them. Dedham Public Schools changed the curriculum of the 7th grade history class without notifying parents or having a course description and syllabus available for parents to review. Another point. The new 7th grade history class curriculum contained coursework on politics, race, gender, equality, and diversity that were not suitable for 12 and 13 year olds. Another point. The seventh grade history teacher using a cartoon character of herself wearing a t-shirt supporting a controversial political movement, parentheses, a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. And the seventh grade history teacher using class materials that labeled all police officers as risks to all black people and all black males as risks to all white people. In January 2021, Flynn, who had been the head football coach at Dedham High School since 2011, was called into a meeting with Welch as well as the DHS principal and athletic director. At the meeting, Welch handed Flynn one of the emails he had written to the Dedham School Committee members and informed him that one of the committee members asked Welch, what are we going to do about this? At the end of the meeting, Flynn was told that they were going in a different direction with the football program. Minutes later, the superintendent, high school principal, and the athletic director released a public statement stating that Flynn was removed as head football coach because he expressed significant philosophical differences with the direction, goals, and values of the school district. If one were to have a training with a slide that said, try to be less black, try to be less Asian, try to be less Hispanic, try to be less, I don't know, fill in the blank, 
there would be justifiable outrage echoed repeatedly in the news about the racism in this country. So why then is this any better? The fact that Coca-Cola is training their employees to be less white. (laughs) I think companies like Coca-Cola and all others who follow suit will learn that the expression get woke, go broke is a real thing. Uh, Here it is defined by the Urban Dictionary. Uh, Get woke, go broke is a phrase coined by the internationally best-selling author John Ringo to express the opinion that when organizations get woke to politically correct actions, those same actions usually usually result in a massive loss of income. Uh, There is this website called One Angry Gamer that has this really long list of examples of this phenomenon. Companies that bow to political pressure and later on uh, reap a heavy financial cost. I think, or rather, I predict that very soon Coca-Cola will make that list. You have been listening to the Things I Think About podcast. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. Drop me an email. I can be reached at Jim Stroud, that's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D, at jimstroud.com. So, until next time, bye-bye.